Welcome to Burning Passages, a podcast for romantic book lovers and lovers of romantic books. Hello and welcome back to Burning Passages for our Halloween Tinglers episode. I'm Jason and of course I'm here with... Allison. Hello, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you too, my favorite holiday. I feel like this is like what we're doing to celebrate Halloween. Basically, (laughs) I feel like I just came to that realization, like in this moment, like I was like, oh, oh, I think this is my Halloween. (laughs) Yeah, it's mine. And my door is cracked a little bit. So I have a giant eyeball staring at me, which makes it even more Halloween-y. Nice. Who's looking in? It's Oscar. He's the one with giant eyeballs. Yeah. (laughs) Going on in there. Yeah. Funny. I should have worn a Halloween costume. I could be a raggedy um podcaster person in the morning (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i'm wearing pajamas my hair is all over the place but i've got a computer and an ipad in front of me and some notes (laughs) i've been because i had my shoulder surgery and so i've been in tank top for the past 10 days oh that's that's a fun look yeah i'm really over it (laughs) it's basically going on until december unless i want to wear like my surgery snap shirts but so that's my costume is you mean um, your breastfeeding shirts yes they're totally (laughs) like that exactly (laughs) just a little bit of a slip let it hang out oh my god God. but yeah we both love halloween it's a good time it is a good time um so do you dress up every year no do you yeah, yeah, I do something. Yeah, I'll do something. Really? Yeah, well, this year, actually, Fortnite put out um, some masks that you can print on paper uh-huh. and then construct yourself at home. And I love origami, so that's totally up my alley. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm going to um, do one of those and um, probably just wear it on my couch and scare my dogs and cats. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Last year, <laughs> I dressed up like Rosie the Riveter for work. Oh, cute. That's nice. I like that. It was funny. But it was yeah. it was a good outfit. I'm not so much of a red, white, and blue wearer, but it worked out. I guess I could wear that again this year. I usually dress as an animal. That's what I'll generally do as well, too, as like a full animal outfit. Mm. Not like in a sexy way. Just I was thinking furries. <laughs> no, not, no judgment. Just not my thing. Yeah. But um, have we talked about me riding around as a skunk in Portland on this one or our other podcast? I think the but, other one. But yeah, so I'll occasionally buy the furry fun costumes, but just for funsies, it's not sexy time for me. My favorite Halloween um, one year, we were all nature scamps and I was a skunk with a big tail that was full of um, stuffing oh and it was God. very, very fun. And we went to Seattle for the weekend. And um, within half an hour of being at a party, we were asked to leave. <laughs> and um, Yes. And this is my rowdier times. And then my friend, we went to a club and he was dancing. And like 45 seconds into it, he fell and broke his leg. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. So we had to get him home. But he was sewn into his costume because it had padding for this like monster ass on it. Oh, my God. It wasn't hilarious because he broke his leg, but it was a quite a fun adventure. And the nurse was like, what happened? And, oh, I had skunk makeup on with like a nose and whiskers. Mm-hmm. And it had like definitely smudged by then. <laughs> and she was like, what happened to you all? <laughs> so oh my I like, God. Ooh. I just got to be a weird time to work in the ER. I'm sure. I yeah. can only imagine. 
at least we were pleasant. Like we weren't like fighting or angry. I would also like to say I was like 22 at this time, but I was probably like 37. <laughs> probably, but that's all right. It just means you've had fun. Yeah. My uh, best costume ever was I dressed up like Beth Chapman, Dog the Hat Bounty Hunter's wife. That's right. And have I ever shown you that, pictures? Yes, that was amazing. It was amazing. Like nothing, ha- like no outfit has come together quite as well as that. Everything. Did you just have all of the stuff laying around? No. So I went to like Marshall's, bought the largest cup size bra I could find um, uh-huh. so I could stuff them with all my socks. And then I got a bright blonde wig from probably like the Halloween store, but I went to the Goodwill uh-huh. and they, they had found jeans that were my size that had tie, like ties all the way down both sides. And so I sewed leopard spotted uh, fabric underneath the ties. So they had like leopard spotted stripes. And then oh. I, yeah. And then I made iron on patches that said property of dog. And so wow. a boa around my sweatshirt, like my hood, because it's Portland, it was cold. But I also had like um, an old cell phone and it had, it came with like a clip. So I dug out the clip, clipped it to my pants. Like it was, Oof. yeah, I got fake eyelashes, fake nails. It was the whole thing. It was, it was amazing. And everywhere I went, everybody knew who I was, which was so funny. Cause I was like, are people going to really know who I am? Right. And wow, people did. It was hilarious. <laughs> It was really, really good. In third grade, I went as a top hat. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to be that, but I did. Yeah. Oh, visions of your future. I'm sure we're dancing in your mother's head. <laughs> I don't understand. I'm, I'm sure she's like, sure, that sounds great. Did Go for it. Have like a, did you have then like a giant hat that fit over your body? Yes. And so, yeah, it, so it was like, um, a cylinder Uh with like a flat, a flat disc at the bottom yeah, and like shoulder straps inside. Mm -hmm. And then the top of the top hat opened up and down. (laughs) God. I'll have to ask about this. I remember this happening, but I don't remember why this was allowed. Can you take up pictures of this for me? No, this would have been like 700 years ago. I don't think I'd have pictures of this. Mm, I've seen some old pictures of you. That's true. So what's um, your favorite Halloween candy? The Halloween specific? Is it candy corn? (laughs) Um, No. You know what my favorite Halloween specific candy is? Is Reese's peanut butter cups shaped like a pumpkin. The ratio (sighs) of peanut butter Uh to chocolate, actually on any of the holiday Reese's peanut butter cups, is like perfect. I had a pumpkin-shaped, marshmallow-filled, pumpkin-flavored Cadbury thing the other day, and it was delicious. What? I loved it. Uh, yeah, I've it was very good. I avoided the candy aisle at Target this year. Oh, yeah. And then my friend gave me a bag of, um, you know, mini eggs that come out at Easter, the Cadburys? It's like yes. the crunchy shell, which I love. They have autumn ones now oh. for Halloween. So my friend brought me a bag at work. And I hoarded it like a little fucking squirrel. I don't think anybody else had one. (laughs) Well, in honor of today's episode, I had some candy corn before we we began. Mm -hmm. Because today we're doing some Chuck Tinglers. Very excited. Mm -hmm. Yay. Um, We're doing spooky lesbian candy corn butt buffet first. Excuse me. It's spooky sentient lesbian candy corn butt buffet. Oh, yes. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of that's a lot of words. (laughs) And then uh, what's the next one? Happy birthday, Dracula. Pound my butt. Yes. 
Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I somehow managed to not see the part that said, but buffet, two T's, um, <laughs> when I suggested this book to Allison. And when I realized it was a um, butt buffet and I got there, I was like, Huh, wasn't expecting that one. So this one's got some twists and turns that are good. It's it's a Chuck Tangle, so we love it, it of course. There's yeah. no denying. Get it on Amazon or through Chuck Tingle's website, um, which we've talked about before. Um, everyone knows Chuck Tingle. Yeah. I need to explain Chuck Tingle to anyone. They're always entertaining. Yeah, they're good books. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So for this one, the cover, what do you think? Oh my God, I love this cover. Are you kidding me? Who's going to superimpose faces on pieces of candy corn? Especially because it's not at all what I picture in my head when I think about what a lesbian candy corn would look like according to the description in the book. So I feel like the heads would only be in the yellow part or... Okay. Actually, I think I pictured them the other way with the head and the, the white, white part. part. Yeah. Okay, so uh, the cover is there's two pieces of candy corn <laughs> with two women's um, faces superimposed over mostly the orange. Mm-hmm. And then there's two, uh, is would you say scantily clad women on the right? I would say human. Naughty lesbians. <laughs> yes. Okay. Very scantily yes. clad. <laughs> with lots of beads. Is that supposed to give us some... some Insight into the butt buffet. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of necklaces and bracelet and necklaces as bracelets. There's some jewelry going on. Yeah. Um, very, very gorgeous. Everyone's pretty. And then there's a haunted house in the background, which is part of the story. I love the haunted house. So good. Yeah. Very good. Very classic Chuck Tingle cover, but looks good. But <laughs> back to the candy corn. I was thinking also as well that the top of the triangle would be the face and the bottom yellow part would be the nethers (laughs) where the buffet would happen later that would make the most sense (laughs) okay so now my question is is, okay how would that make them okay how would that make the most sense as well but i but i agree i agree with it a hundred percent well they would be top they would be too top heavy yeah with the yellow at the top they'd just topple over okay and well but they, I, they I both, think we just have to leave it. They, they float and they have legs, so yes, okay, so, all right, go go gadget legs, <laughs> go go gadget <laughs> butt buffet. Um, but it is a very good cover, it's cute, I like it. Well done, that's really funny. Yeah, it's always well done. Photo, I wonder where the models are from if like they're photoshopped from catalogs or like free comments. I bet they get real models. My friend, when I was a kid, her brother modeled for cover of romance novels. Okay. That was hilarious. I need pictures. <laughs> <laughs> he was just very like proper looking East coast kids. Like, oh. Well, you know, young gentlemen. Cause I think we were in like fourth or fifth grade uh-huh. and he was already like college age. I'm thinking like um, a, a strong jawline, clean shaven. Yeah, definitely. But, like, all the pictures were just, like, jeans and a, you know, polo shirt type thing. Oh, okay. I don't know. Sounds like a yeah. good gig if you can get it. Preppy romances from the 80s. <laughs> I want to be a candy corn model. How do I go about that? That would be what I could pull off, I think. Nice. <laughs> all right. Um, do you want to talk about a little bit of a synopsis of this book? Sure. I'm just going to read the Amazon one. Okay. That's a good place to start. Because That's where we got I it from. I haven't read it yet. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, you know, I wanted it to just be 
an adventure, what I was getting into. Actually, I was really just getting my toes done. I was reading it. <laughs> so who had time to read the synopsis? But it was funny. The guy was like, I don't like to go to get pedicures by dudes because they do their weird massaging way too hard. And know. it hurts. Yeah. Like, this isn't enjoyable. I don't like that. Yeah. Well, th- there's a woman, the place I go, that's great. But that's neither here nor there. How do I sound uh, like I'm 60? But I didn't read the synopsis is the longest way to say that. Okay. So Sorry. I have to read this a synopsis. <laughs> Shut your face. <laughs> We're all hopped up on, on Halloween candy. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Sarah and her wife, Alice, love Halloween and all things spooky, but their friends are not quite as excited about this upcoming season. After a series of canceled plans, the lesbian couple are feeling frustrated, but when they meet their new neighbors, they immediately find the perfect double date in the form of these beautiful, sentient candy corns pretty good well pretty good synopsis and then now the four of them are visiting a real life haunted house and quickly discovering the tension between this group of ladies is more than just fear it's aching lust <laughs> oh my god i did not even see that i know thank you for thank you for ending that for me i just had to let you know it's aching lust it's a painful it's aching lust well, it is a corn butt buffet. So. It is true. <laughs> Not a corn cob butt buffet. That's a different tingle story. I bet it is a different tingle story. <laughs> yes. It doesn't tingle afterwards. It hurts a little. Yeah, that sounds terrible. All right. So uh, what we've got four main characters in this book. Um, well, I guess the man- the haunted mansion, if you're including that as well. Uh, no, there's. I would say... That's the setting. Helena. Yeah, that's the setting. But we could consider Helena, who's the, uh, what, she's the ghost of the haunted house? Yes, she's either a ghost or a specter. I'm not sure. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about our four characters? Okay, well, well, we already talked about Alice and Sarah, the married lesbian couple. um, And then a new couple has moved to the neighborhood. And their names are Yorla and Green. (laughs) But of course... What the hell? I'm sorry. I know. I, yeah. I, I Googled Yorla and I could find nothing as to it being a name. I don't. And I was like, is it a play on something? I I was, I couldn't. And it's not like an I, was, I tried to work yeah, it out. Yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, I did too. And then like, it's not backwards because that would be Alroy, which is very close to Elroy from the Jetsons. Like, right. just, just yeah. not, it's not connecting at, for me. Well, at best, Royal. <laughs> And so it'd be royal green. Anyway, but yeah. yeah. So Yorla <laughs> and Green are the new lesbian couple to this apparently hot lesbian neighborhood now. And they just randomly stop by their neighbor's house one night and introduce themselves, which is yeah. sweet, I guess. Um, and then the, in this world, sentient candy uh, corn, at least, is a thing. Like, it's no mm-hmm. one surprised by this. Like, no one's to, surprised by this at all. Yeah. Yeah, and so in this timeline, they they are just walking around or floating around everywhere, getting their assholes eaten out. (laughs) It's true. Should we just jump into it? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so, you know, like Jason was just saying, Alice and Sarah are hanging out at home, and like the synopsis said, they're really frustrated. None of their friends want to do anything with them. So pretty immediately, you know, they get a doorbell ringing, and... (laughs) uh, (laughs) <laughs> the doorbell rings. It 
the doorbell rings, but it's in the evening. So was someone coming over? I question. My wife shakes her head. I glance towards the window to make sure I'm not completely misreading the situation. I can't see the front door from here, but I can certainly confirm that night has fallen. This is a strange hour for visitors. I stand up and creep towards the front door, trying not to overreact, but maintaining a strange feeling about all this I just can't shake. My wife follows slowly behind, just as curious as I am. When I reach the door, I peer out through a small window to see two unfamiliar faces. Fortunately, they look very friendly, and when we make eye contact, they wave with excitement. Who is it? My wife whispers from behind. It's two pieces of sentient candy corn, I inform her, then pull open the door with a welcoming smile. Hey there, one of the seasonal sweets offers. I'm Yorla, and this is Green. We're your new neighbors. Ooh, that's quite the introduction. That's a lot, because it's one of, it's, it's a paragraph that adds more questions than answers. Cause sure does. We're going to talk about legs, but now they have arms as well. Yeah. So are you visualizing like just sort of like black drawn outline arms? Absolutely. Like Ed Everly style. Yes. Okay. All right. That's, yeah. I'm not visualizing like a candy corn, like, you know, Mickey Mouse type arm. All right. <laughs> no, I'm definitely just picturing like black lines and like three fingers and three toes. Okay. All right. Which I like. That's cute. All right. Well, in classic Chuck Tingle style, we get some chocolate milk. Sure do. I love that that's one of his things. I love chocolate milk. It's so good. Delicious. It's hilarious that that's like a, it seems to creep its way into, well, the stories that I've read. So chocolate milk and spaghetti is what I notice a lot. Not sexy spaghetti, but just like as a meal. And not together because that's disgusting. I don't, I, I'll have to try it before I'm going to judge on that. <laughs> so on page three. The sentient pieces of candy can't help but break out into wide smiles, finally accepting our offer and floating inside. They immediately start to gush about how beautiful our home is, doing everything a kind neighbor should do. I offer to fix them a glass of chocolate milk, which they accept wholeheartedly, and soon enough, the four of us are sitting in the living room as we get to know one another. That, I'd be so stoked if some candy came by and we just sat around and have chocolate milk. Me too. It sounds like a great yeah. night to me. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually getting new neighbors, and I would like to put into the realtor that they have to be sentient candy corn. Yeah, sentient candy corn. It's a must. <laughs> or a donut. No coffee allowed. <laughs> yeah, but you don't talk to your direct neighbors, so maybe you don't no. want them to be that. That's true. I, yeah. Because yes, yeah. <laughs> that would be terrible. And it's cute because they, you know, they sit and they chat and they start talking about um, how they have the same interests. And um, it's probably nice to know that there's another lesbian couple in the neighborhood. That's into Halloween. Yeah. And haunted houses. Yeah, because what Sarah and Alice complain that their friends are starting to cancel on them. Mm -hmm. But Sarah and Alice seem a little bit intense about the holidays, too. They do seem a little intense. Like they, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think I'd want to hang out with them just from reading four pages. <laughs> Sarah or Alice sounds more adventurous than the other one, but we'll mm -hmm. see. Yeah. Right. So they're talking about canceling plans and uh, Yorla is, is all into it. So we'll sign us the hell up, Yorla blurts. Really, I guess? You two are into that? They nod in unison. How does Candy Corn nod? 
I mean, in case you didn't notice, we're literal pieces of candy corn. Rilla reminds me. Of course we're into it. In fact, what are you doing tomorrow night? We didn't have any plans, I replied. We got tickets for the haunted house tour if you'd like to come, Yorla continues. My eyes go wide as I glance over at my wife. This sounds so fun. We're in, Alice replies. Our guests eventually finish their chocolate milks and float up to leave, hugging us warmly as though we've all been friends for years. There's immediate chemistry. Uh-oh. There's a lot of logistical questions here. All right, so nodding, yes, I agree. Like, yeah. do, they, do they just like their whole body leans forward, like a sort of like a bow? Yeah, because but... candy corn like does not move. Like, but I guess because they have faces, maybe it can. Yeah, we just have yeah. to let it have some disbelief as well. But if someone invited you to an overnight creepy haunted house, would you agree? Uh, I guess if I thought they were hot pieces of sentient candy corn. I would but. in a heartbeat with anyone who, with, with really? even if like, yeah, even if like a peanut butter Mary Jane invited me, I would I go. I love Mary Janes. Yeah, disgusting. They're so good. You and my mother both. Ugh, They're so terrible. good. I oh. also found out like in the last uh-huh. year or two that people do not like orange and yellow Starburst. And those are the ones I like the oh, best. Oh, that's interesting. I don't think yeah. they're that bad. I love them. Do you eat your Starburst with the skin on or off? You mean the wrapper? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm hungry quickly. Oh my God, gross. <laughs> it's like wax paper. <laughs> I can't wait for Halloween candy. I'm going to buy so much and eat it myself. I need to go to Target today. All right. So um, so they're going to a haunted house. And um, here is where they explain the, the background to the Helena Manor mm-hmm. on page six. Long ago, this place was home to a wealthy widow, Mrs. Helena, our new guide begins. In her youth, she was a socialite, but after the death of her husband, she stopped seeing visitors. Eventually, nobody was allowed into the Helena Manor, and rumors began to swirl about her death. It was 20 years until someone finally came in here to make sure everything was okay, and by then the place was empty. Nobody knows what happened to Mrs. Helena, whether she flew to some other town and didn't tell anyone, or whether she died at home and is still resting in the walls or under the floors. So did they think she was a squirrel and like scrabbled into the walls to die? Okay, (laughs) questions. (laughs) (laughs) If no one's been in there in 20 years, where did all her stuff go? And... Yeah, did she just crawl up under there out of sadness? Yeah, so it doesn't I, really make sense there. Yeah, yeah, a little bit and, of some questions, but a good backstory. Yeah, I do think she'd be a Miz, too, for being a widow. Oh, but okay. maybe not. Do, maybe do widows do your... stay Mrs. Oh, I don't know. What does Carlos think? I think he's thinking Miz as well. <laughs> he's the grammar rooster. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's fathered a lot of babies out there today. They're really cute. I've heard some baby chicks back up. Yeah, there. there's oh, like 30 boy. of them. It's adorable. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. That's a lot. How's he going to support them all? Mm, he's not. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Your mango trees are. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. Um, the ladies go, you know, they go around the house and everything's starting to get scary. And the guide just kind of leaves them because they're doing like an overnight sleepover. It's a self-guided haunted tour. house. They, I don't even think they okay. had a guide. 
Well, it said in the beginning that there was a guide, which also confused me. Mm-hmm. Well, oh no, it's the person that greets them and lets them in. Yeah. And then they then they go away. Then they go away. And so and it's so yeah. So they're probably just in the walls and the floors making noises. They didn't leave at all. Who is? The guide. Oh god. <laughs> Scrabbling away. The guide is Mrs. Helena. <laughs> there so there's like eyes poked out of all the pictures going yeah. through all the rooms Are, watching. I love a haunted house as well, mm-hmm. but I've never had this reaction to one. Have you? No. I really haven't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I think you're up next with a quote. (laughs) I am. I've got some awesome quotes. So on page nine, we're just going to, there's no way to intro this. So I'm just, I'm going for it. Okay. Immediately, I slipped two fingers deep inside her. I continue to work the sentient confectionery with my tongue as I pump these digits in and out of her pussy, providing two distinct sources of pleasure as I flood her body with sensation. This is enough to finally pull her over the edge. Suddenly, the sentient candy corn throws her head back and lets out a shriek, a powerful orgasm ripping through her body. She buckles forward, nearly dropping to her knees, but somehow staying upright as the pleasure spills out down her arms and legs. Oh. Yeah. I hope she doesn't make the same noise that Carlos makes when it happens. It's pretty bad. So it continues on. Oh, okay. Dorla raises an eyebrow playfully. You think that tastes good? You should try my ass. Don't tempt me with a good time, I think to myself. Get up on the bed, I command. Gross. How long's that bed there? Um, Like covered in dust? Right. <laughs> Continuing on, the sentient candy corn is pleased with my enthusiasm, floating over to the bed and climbing onto it seductively. She's on her hands and knees, popping her gorgeous ass out towards me and wiggling her rump from side to side with playful enthusiasm. She reaches back and gives herself a quick slap then pulls her cheeks apart a little bit. Nice. It just, yeah, it continues on. I'm so lost in my belligerent butt eating that I don't notice when two other fantastic rumps position themselves on either side of me. When I come up for air, I find that a whole smorgasbord of butthole has presented itself at the edge of the bed, a spectacular anal buffet. Correctly spelt, too. Wonderful. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Pretty, pretty crazy. So you can bend knees, but you still have to float to get on the bed. Uh, yes. Um, and but and then they all instantly just sink up in like a row, and um, there she's just going to go from side to side, um, like corn on the cob style. I guess. <laughs> but the, what's funny <laughs> is um, the difference in taste. <laughs> Oh, my God. I move on from Yorba to Green, picking up right where I left off and eating her ass with confident enthusiasm. Um, She also describes herself as a belligerent butt eater, which is she yelling at it, being like really rude? That's that's what I'm wondering. (laughs) She's giving it sass. She's like carrying it. She's like, you can't park there. Your hedges are too tall. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, that's so bad. Vaccines are terrible. Nom, 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 nom. All right. <laughs> She's just as tasty as the candy corn that came before her, if not more so. And I have no problem falling into the exact same rhythm with my tongue. Immediately, our bodies lock into sync with one another, and my taste buds are flooded with a pleasant, sugary flavor. 
which sounds delicious, actually. It does sound delicious. Yes. Finally, it's time for me to move on to my wife's wonderful ass. Well, she's not made of sugar. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited for the chance to give her a taste. And as my tongue dives into her butthole, I find myself overwhelmed by utter euphoria. I'm completely lost in the moment, blown away by the wonderful tang of puckered butt. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that description. It's got a a, a flavor to it. <laughs> How do you go from sugar to a tang of a pucker butt? I just it seems like the wrong order of things. Well, and then but. I think it's well then they go back and forth. So there's not really so much of an order. <laughs> and so I think it's just a, <laughs> a frenzy of a buffet. I mean it is a frenzy of a buffet, I guess. Yeah, like I've been to a buffet and I pick up like a main course and then some fruit and then some brownies and then some ranch to drip those brownies in sometimes <laughs> that's disgusting but it does sound like what these ladies would do <laughs> yeah so they all reach amazing wonderful orgasms um congratulations yeah what else would happen at a butt buffet uh, not washing your hands afterwards oh come on gross i'm sure there's no running water there that's exactly <laughs> but then we wrap it up and um, mm-hmm. the ladies are enjoying the moment and just all ready to go home, which I feel like they didn't stay at their overnight haunted house, but an hour and a half. Probably an hour and a half. But I think after a butt buffet, when you're covered in like sugar cum, uh-huh. you probably want to go home and bathe, get that <laughs> stickiness off of you. I don't think I would want to like sleep over in a haunted house covered in dust when I'm covered in sugar liquid. Picture <laughs> Some uh, simple sugar, uh, shall we say. Either Sarah or Alice is just like covered with like sticky, like <laughs> crust and dust and like maybe like some like a dead mouse is stuck there. <laughs> oh, I don't definitely some like dust bunnies for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So how does it end? So at the end, they eventually well, eventually we push out through the front door, stroll over to Yoru's car, the others climbing inside and taking their seats. I turn around for one last glance at Helena Manor and suddenly stop, my eyes drawn to the upstairs window. There, gazing out from the very room we'd just been in, is a beautiful, ghostly figure. She stares down at me with huge black eyes and a semi-translucent body, but with a kind smile that immediately sets me at ease. It's the ghost of the widow Helena. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know if that would be the smile that the ghost would be giving. Um, I, I, the smile probably was like, wow, how the fuck is that candy corn driving? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> I was thinking there, I was thinking it'd be like a smile of like, um, wow, that was naughty and crazy or like a, what the fuck just happened? Also, yeah. why are ghosts always beautiful? Is there an ugly ghost out there? There have to be ugly ghosts out there. I guess those are poltergeists technically. I bet there's a pretty poltergeist or oh. attractive poltergeist. Okay, it's just semi-attractive, semi-good looking. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I was describing them as if they were just a, like just women. Right, but I guess they're just triangles with faces. Who was your favorite character? Um, Miss Helena. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I always go. I'm always on the ghost side. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's what makes them fun. What's your favorite character? Who was your favorite character? 
Can um, you tell them apart? Because I can't. Well, I'm going to have to say your love because I love candy corn and I love that name, even though it makes no sense <laughs> and I don't understand where it came from. If anyone knows where your love came from, please let us know. Burning Passages on yeah. Instagram, burningpassagespodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Because that made no sense to me. I was like, I'm confused. No, none whatsoever. You know what I'm wondering, though? Uh-huh. As we're doing this, why we didn't read Friday the 69th. <laughs> um, do you honestly want to know why? Because why? Yes. Chuck T- Tingle generally will write, like, gay or lesbian stories or bi or, and yeah. so they, you know, they tend to be like uh, same gender. And so I yeah. didn't pick Friday the 69th because it was also a lesbian story. And I was trying to uh, make, okay. mix things up gender wise. And I okay. couldn't also find one with Halloween. I wanted Halloween dinosaurs actually is what I was oh looking for. But it, it's a lot of identities to fill and try and, and, and schedule. So that's why we didn't yeah. do Friday the 69th. Okay. Because there's also bottle juice. Uh, yes, exactly. Which is also <laughs> lesbian too, I believe, or girl, yes, or lady, or as Chuck Tingle describes, ladybuck on ladybuck. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not opposed to it, but I was just trying to mix it up a little bit. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Which leads us to our next book. <laughs> oh, this cover is amazing. So, what's the title of this book? Happy birthday, Dracula! Now pound my butt. Oh my gosh! And so it's good. about a young man. And a bat. Mm-hmm. But it, it wasn't the kind of bat you were expecting, right? No, definitely not. Yes. So what we're talking about is a, is a sentient baseball bat. Yes. And as Allison um, knew that Dracula was involved into, in it, she thought, bat, bat. Uh, and did you even think this after seeing the cover? Um, did... Well, I don't think, I don't know if I really paid attention to the cover. Uh-huh. Then when I went back to it, I was like, oh my that's quite a cover. I think I was so overwhelmed with the dude holding the birthday cake. That would be uh, Jace. Yeah. So on the on the cover, there's a very, like, uh, it's Bob's big boy come to human figure. I was going to say um, triangle-shaped man. <laughs> yes. He's super jacked. He's got, like, giant yeah. arms, no body hair. He's dudes with a slender waist and, like, giant upper back and arms. Yeah. yeah he's got huge lats. He's got very nice coiffed hair. Um, I would... <laughs> trust him to bring my mail in while I was on vacation. Um, He's got quite the look on his face. He's very excited about this birthday cake. And uh, bewilderment? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a look. And then uh, (laughs) standing next to him is a baseball bat, not a flying bat, Yeah, uh, dressed in traditional Dracula regalia of the (laughs) black cape and the red inside. Um, who also red, has a bit of an with the red bow tie. Oh, the bow tie. Yeah. The bow tie. yeah. Um, I always love um, Chuck Jingle's font and font layout. So that's, of course, done mm-hmm. perfectly. Dracula's eyes are a little bit Yeah, they're kooky. a little scary. A lot of eyeliner happening. And... <laughs> well, he's a vampire. I know, but the fangs aren't the right teeth. Oh, I guess if you watch True Blood, that's where the fangs are. Oh. I always think the fangs should be where the canines are. I'm not sure what that vampire rule is but we'll have to look into it what are you the vampire police hey i watch a lot of vampire shit since i was right when i was gonna say (laughs) i was about to ask you i was like do you like vampires but then i realized i'm talking to you and you love vampires as well (laughs) i can't help it the other day um i realized that if you put um if you put witch in the title of a book i'm gonna check it out in the library 
Oh yeah, um, totally. It's like the easiest way for me to grab a book. I'm like, which? What? What? <laughs> I have like three of them here right now. I'm like, oh my god, oh. I have a problem. So, <laughs> I have a problem. You know. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I was happy when you said we you wanted to do a Dracula book. I was like, all right. Yes. It was just not what I was expecting. No, it had some things, and so um, for the setup, we've got there's only really three characters, mm -hmm. and one disappears immediately. Yep, so who have we got? We've got Kimberly. Uh-huh. And uh, she is not even worth talking about because she's there for like a millisecond. Yep. And then we've got Jace and uh, and Lance. And Lance. Jace is our European mystery man who's a baseball player. Mm-hmm. Lance is a fan of... Um, oh, the team is called the Billings Bees. And... Yes. Um, <laughs> Kimberly and Lance are going to go on a road trip to Texas so they can go check out some night games where this new amazing player is going to be starting the, to join the oh, team. Oh, yeah. Yes. You want me to read the Amazon synopsis? Yes, please. Because I haven't read it yet. So after the last one, I'm now excited to read this one. Me too. I'm excited for you too. <laughs> the highlight of Lance's year is heading to Texas to watch spring training with his favorite baseball team, the Billings Bees. And this year, he's more excited than ever. The team has nabbed a hot new player from Transylvania named Chase Count Dracula. It's only when Lance shows up to the game that he realizes his handsome star player is an actual vampire, as well as a sentient baseball bat. Thanks to a chance meeting, the two quickly hit it off and decide to spend an evening on the town together. When Lance discovers it's Chase Count Dracula's birthday, he decides he'll do anything to make the night extra special. With a hardcore pounding. Oh. Not just a regular pounding, it's hardcore. Hardcore. So, spoiler alert, the actual <laughs> baseball bat does not go up anyone's ass, which I assumed was going to happen, didn't you? That's a missed opportunity, if you ask me. Well, just when, yeah, when I lived in West Hollywood, we have a gentle, we had a gentleman who lived across the street from us, and um, I, people, I, people have their fun, do what you like, and we called him Bat Boy. Because um, he is, he had a baseball fetish, and um, there was an infamous picture of him that you would see that he would post online with a baseball bat up his ass. And so I was expecting that was going to happen at some point. I also have to ask the vulgar question of handle end or... Oh, I thought you were going to say end. wooden or metal. No. No, I actually assumed it would be wooden, to be honest with you. Oh, okay, it was. And it was not handle-end, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he seems like a, a crazy thrill-seeker. So. Yes, he definitely he, he enjoyed himself. He, I would see him walking around, so it apparently went very well for him. Oh, my. With, with no, not with the bat in. <laughs> no. no. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, goodness, oh. I wish. I wish. Okay, my skin's crawling right now. Yeah. The hair on the top of my head is like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we find out that Jace's full name is Jace Count Dracula, which Kimberly explains. I like Kimberly because she knows baseball and I like baseball. Oh, and good. did you know it was the World Series last night? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The I can't Dodgers are in it. it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I only knew because my friend was over. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jace Count Dracula is his full name. And Kimberly's shocked because he's never heard of the famous vampire. And of course, why wouldn't the vampire play baseball and be a hell of a pitcher? Yeah. And 
And he's also not allowed to use his powers. He just, just on the honor system. Yeah, I love um, the, the honor system with a Dracula, with a Dracula, with the vampire. Um, yeah, it seems a, not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So page four. Um, I can't tear my eyes away from this mysterious living object as he tosses baseballs back and forth with the other players. All this time, I'd always thought Dracula was the other kind of bat, never once considering the fact that he might just be a sentient piece of sports equipment. See, me and Jace, we're on the same, <laughs> we're on the same thing. Oh, not Jace, uh, Lance, sorry. Yes, you and Lance are in agreement. I love this. Yeah. I was like, like this is adorable because this is something I would act- absolutely think as well. <laughs> it's like, oh, I was thinking the other thing. Well, why would you think uh, a baseball bat? It's bananas. I know, but it's... And uh, then no, you bananas... go back and look at the cover and you're like, oh, that's a baseball bat. Okay. <laughs> bananas is another Chuck Tingle book that we'll get to. Don't don't rush. <laughs> I thought that was a Degrassi Chuck Tingle book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I love that he, even though he is a, a bat that you swing, he still has the flair of a Transylvania bat to him. Absolutely. So... On the next page, we get the little description. As Dracula walks onto the field, haunting organ music begins to ring out over the park's public announcement system, immediately setting the mood. The sentient bat is wearing a long black cape over his baseball uniform, and he holds it up to cover his face as he moves. He's crouching slightly, brushing up to the pitcher's mound, and then taking his position with a large helping of the theatrical flair. He throws his cape back, smiles wide, showing off a set of long white fangs, that glint under the lights above. Oh boy, I love it. He's a quite... little bit Liberace. Yeah, just is that a what you're bit. getting as a vibe? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's definitely a, a performer. Yeah, I'm picturing um, some bedazzling happening. Oh, but... mm-hmm. yeah. It's definitely a satin cape. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Although are capes made out of anything other than satin. Well, I guess velvet wouldn't he need something if it was cold? That's true. Velvet's acceptable, but like nobody <laughs> wants like a corduroy cape. Right. Well, so then there's um, basically is it the did the game have was it the quickest game of ever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And if you like baseball, you know a baseball game is not over in three sentences. <laughs> no, it's over in like four hours. <laughs> it's over when it's over, Allison. You yeah, which is about four innings. hours. <laughs> All right, so um, this is where Lance and uh, Dracula meet up. The sentient baseball bat smiles and takes notice of my compliment, then alters course slightly as he jogs over to me. Hello, he offers with a wide smile grin, showing off his long fangs. What is your name? <laughs> Lance, <Sorry>. I re- <laughs> Lance, I reply. It's nice to meet you, Chase. The vampire laughs. Don't lance my heart. I would die. <laughs> now that I love it so fucking much. I'm a little jealous you're reading this part. <laughs> now the two of us are laughing together in an unexpectedly relaxed exchange. It feels as though we're just a couple of old friends hanging out at the end of a ball game. You can call me Dracula, the living bat continues. I still visualize bat a bat that flies. It's just a better visual for me. That's what my friends call me. Jace is too formal. 
Okay, Dracula, I reply. How are you liking this date so far? Wonderful. Just wonderful, <laughs> he exclaims. <laughs> so camp. I love it. And, and then uh, they do a little bit more chatting. And then he's, you know, uh, this is uh, Lance talking. You know, I didn't realize you were a living baseball bat, I finally admit. I always thought that you were like the animal that flies around. Dracula laughs. Yeah, I get that a lot. Of course you get that a lot. <laughs> yeah, that, that makes sense. Suddenly he doesn't have an accent anymore. Right. Well, obviously he was turning it up for it, but yeah, I get that a lot. Oh my God. So they end up after their chance meeting, which I don't know if a chance meeting is one dude walking up to another dude saying hello. I feel like a chance meeting is like bumping into somebody in a train station or like. Well, what it reminds me. Yeah, exactly. Like he <laughs> went to this thing, like an event where he's fans of these people and wants to check out this one person. So yeah. he went to go see them and I'm sure in hopes of meeting them like, yeah. the, at, at least. Exactly. But, um, it, it goes a lot deeper than just meeting and say hello, saying hello. Because turns out it's Dracula's birthday as well. It's Dracula's birthday and they want to go out to eat. And Dracula, well, they do go out to eat, but where they go is the blood bank because Dracula, you know, can't eat. So apparently they have uh, food for people that are not blood eaters and then food for yes. blood eaters. So it's, it's just a multi-purpose restaurant slash blood bank. It's, yes, <laughs> it's very vampires are out in the open. Kimberly is just gone. They've gotten rid of her. Maybe she's the ingredients to the cake. We'll she find out soon. Vaporized. But... <laughs> no. yeah. Well, I think she took her car and went back to the hotel to watch Lifetime Television for Women. Ooh, that sounds great. And cry because Lance <laughs> is not falling in love with her. Aww. And then Lance went in Dracula's car to the blood bank. This His rented car, by the way, which was a hearse. Right, exactly. Yeah. That was a good addition. <laughs> Poor Kimberly is probably driving around a town she doesn't know looking for some Ben and Jerry's ice cream to cry into. Aww, like... that, that actually sounds good. <laughs> so on page eight, we're so engrossed in our conversation that I hardly notice when our meal ends and it's time for Dracula's surprise. Back at the stadium, I'd had some time to look over the player's pamphlet, going over stats, learning about the new team additions, when I came to Jace Count Dracula's page, I immediately noticed something very important. Today is Dracula's birthday. <gasps> the waiters began to make their way out of the shadows of the blood bank, carefully carrying a plate of blood cake in their hands that flickers with the faint glow of candles that have been pushed into the dessert. They begin to sing the birthday song, their voices carrying out throughout the old stone building as they arrive at the table setting down the cake between us. I don't think I needed any of that. It it just reminds me of like a big like splenectomy tumor or something pulling out in surgery. Like I just picture this big clot with candles. I picture a big clot. Oh, this big it's... giant clot, like <laughs> whale sized. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't so... picture a cupcake either. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. I, look, what I'm picturing is larger than a cake. You know, it's like a sheet cake size i'm picturing also to one of those like jello molds but made out of mm -hmm. like bloody stuff yeah. 
Well, and apparently it's a very liberal type restaurant. Not only can you get a blood cake made on the fly, but you can just go to it. Um, yeah. And so as this soon is, as you're out of sight. Right. I, I don't think, did we ever get a check either? Like, I don't feel like they've paid yet either. No, they certainly <laughs> no. haven't. So Dracula eats his blood cake and tells uh, Lance, there's a part of the bank I want to show you, he says. I stand as well, following along him as Dracula leads me deeper into the shadows. Um, you know what? Don't go into the shadows with a vampire you just met. Rule number one. Yeah, it is rule number one. Like, you gotta build up. <laughs> it's not something you do right away. They gotta come to your window, like, at least three times. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, back to it. I'm not entirely sure what he has in mind, but the Living Bat's mission becomes crystal clear as soon as we get far enough away from the other diners. We've found ourselves in a quiet, unused corner of the bank, our own private place to get to know each other. The next thing I know, Jace Count Dracula and me are kissing hard, our lips connecting in a blissful fit of passion as we lose ourselves in this moment. We give into the erotic tension completely, our hands roaming their ways across each other's bodies. I start at the top of the sentient bat and begin to work my way down his smooth cylindrical form. He's brilliantly manufactured, made of a strangely pale but beautifully grained wood that's smooth and pleasant to the touch. Gradually, I begin to drop my attention lower and lower across the living object's body, working my way across his chiseled abs, and then watching with amazement as a giant cock begins to rise from his solid form. He's impressively hung, and my first instinct is to wrap my fingers around his rod. So I'm picturing like a nutcracker's mouse. Thank you. Okay. But not the nutcracker's mouth, the back of the, the nutcracker lever. where you where yes, where you pull it up and then push it down. And that does not seem like it's gonna be comfortable. No, mm -mm, it doesn't. It seems really uncomfortable actually. Yeah, I mean I guess in this timeline it'll be okay because they never use lube in this timeline I, I i don't think so maybe they're using blood cake ew that's very <laughs> true blood and vampire that is kind of real but okay well disgusting so <laughs> on the next page it, it you know it just moves in a little further uh, happy uh yeah, I, I love also wait i'm sorry to interrupt what? you again um uh, okay. but we're completely on board with a baseball bat fucking a guy but no blood cake no blood cake <laughs> okay We've got standards. Yeah, you can rim <laughs> that candy corn, but we're not having blood cake. <laughs> well, candy corn, come on. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, blood candy corn. Oh, gross. Maybe I'm not going to Target later for candy. <laughs> <laughs> so, happy birthday, Dracula, I offer with a sly grin. Now pound my butt. With that, I strip <laughs> away my clothing and toss it to the side, revealing my body to the handsome, undead baseball player. So this sentient baseball bat is now undead as well? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we're sentient. We're undead. We float, but we have legs. We also and... have abs from working out that weren't like actually chiseled by somebody. So we have abs and they're cylindrical. So I'm thinking corn type of a style. 
is my thought, but okay. Yeah. Continue. I, oh, I apologize. Great. Right at the best part. I turn away from him and drop to the doggy style position, crawling away as I rock my hips from side to side. I reach back and forth to give my bare ass a playful slap, holding my cheek open a bit as I tease my lover. What are you waiting for? I coo seductively. Oh. The living baseball bat. Yeah. Coo? Really? Okay. The living baseball bat doesn't need to be told again, floating down into position behind me and aligning his mammoth rod with my tightly puckered back door. He teases the rim for a brief moment and then swoops forward with a deep, powerful thrust. Ow. Oh, fuck. I grab loud. Yeah. My fingers digging against the stone floor camp below me as I brace myself against his weight. Put your left knee forward. Yeah. Dracula <laughs> stretches me brutally with his girthy member, and for a moment, I'm convinced that I simply won't be able to accommodate his size. Fortunately, the sentient baseball bat is a caring lover. Really? Well, Taking his time with me, yeah, and allowing my body to adjust to his formidable rod. The two of us stay in that position for a long while, the aching discomfort gradually slipping away as it's replaced by a pleasant warmth and fullness. This is just like one contradiction on top of another. On top <laughs> of another. <laughs> it does not seem comfortable. No. 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 Mm-mm. no. And I wouldn't call that to be very caring either. I, I guess like, for a vampire, possibly, but it um, it's aggressive. It's aggressive, and it's a piece of wood, like literal Could wood. You just glamour <laughs> me a little bit for me. I don't. Maybe I would be. You'd be begging for a little bit of that blood cake to use. <laughs> I'm sure you would be. Like, Give me the blood cake. I hope he stole like a butter packet on the way out or something. I don't know. Well, they're not on the way out. They're literally around oh, the corner in the first still, dark corner. They haven't even left the diner. I forgot about that. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. God. Other tables are eating blood cake watching this go on. Yeah. I, I know. And they're doing this on a full stomach after a full meal. Did he eat human food? Um, No, Jace doesn't because he can't. No, I, I meant Lance. Did, what did Lance eat other than they didn't wooden cock? <laughs> but all they said was that he found something he could eat there. Okay. All yeah. right. So um, on page 11, uh, we, we reached the climax. And um, the second that I finish, Dracula thrusts <laughs> deep into my ass and holds tight, unleashing a series of hot milky payloads, which mm. in my in my vampire world, they don't ejaculate. And when they do, it's cold. Oh, really? That's what I've always read or in that in my my quote unquote research. Makes- but i've never yeah never thought about it oh fuck jace count dracula screams <laughs> full name happy birthday to me <laughs> the cum spills <laughs> the cum spills into my asshole filling me up with his pearly seed until there's just not enough room left soon enough i can feel his spunk squirting out from the rim of my tightly plugged butt running down the back of my legs in hot white streaks. Huh. I feel like if it was that aggressive, he wouldn't be so tightly plugged at that moment. But um, Well, I guess it's the girth, and it stretched him to his max. And um, I feel like there might be a little red in those white streaks, too. I don't know. Yeah, not, I think so. Not to, to be too much. I'm sorry, but yeah. No, yeah, I'm uh, with you. Well, it's... But, 
you know, it's yeah. Chuck Tingle in that they can instantly deep throat. They can instantly take on girthy cocks dry as wood, literally. It's amazing how yeah. they can instantly deep throat. Just relax my throat. <laughs> okay. I'm so terrified that like some youngster in the world like finds a pile of these books and thinks that like this is how sex is supposed to go. Like, <laughs> all right, I just go to the baseball field and a bat's going to fuck me and it's going to hurt and you just, it'll be fine in 10 seconds. It's not yeah, how it goes. It'll yeah. be okay. <laughs> not an instructional book. <laughs> just I know. so we're clear. Apparently it's okay for Lance though. Yeah. Because, you know, how, so... This is what, maybe a five-hour period from the beginning of the baseball game to through the, dinner? The longest part being the baseball game and the drive to yeah. the baseball game with Kimberly, but yes. <laughs> yeah. So we end this story out with, Dracula crawls back a bit and takes his position on one knee before me. He reaches into his pocket and pulls out a small box, then pops it open to reveal a glorious shimmering ring. Lance, will you marry me? The living objects asks. I don't hesitate for a second. Yes, I blurt, wrapping my arms around him. I'll marry you. Are you visualizing him kicking one foot up? <laughs> this, like that's, that's what I'm seeing. Like just a baseball pictured, cape kicked up. I pictured a different kind of ring when the box opened. And then it went there. And I was like, huh, okay. Uh, what do you mean a different kind of ring? I was picturing, I thought he was like opening a cock ring or something. <gasps> Oh, because why oh. would he have a wedding ring? I with him. That's my question, and maybe he's just came to the states looking for love. Oh, it's a ninety-day fiance situation, isn't it? Oh, he needs to get his K one <laughs> so he can play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But I, I feel like know. he'd have a working visa. Yes, he's Dracula. Yeah, he's Dracula and you're part of the baseball team. I feel like they'd work that out. For I you. feel like he could definitely get an Einstein visa on his vampireness and his ability to play baseball internationally. But yeah. <laughs> you never know. Oh my god. Oh god. I love these Chuck Tingle books so much. They're I so do good. Too. <laughs> I mean, like I just am like thrown for loops everywhere. Like there's not a lot of sense to be made, but I love that about them because you speculate, you're like, what the what? Because I'll be like, like reading through it and you're just like going along with it. And then you're like, wait, 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 what the fuck just happened? Like, and it's all within three sentences. I'm like, oh, absolutely. Um, I, I don't think that's how it physically works, but but possibly it could be how yeah. it works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. You say so. <laughs> yeah, totally. But it, it was a good one. I liked it. It was short. It was definitely not. You know, they're not long novels, but there's so many good one-liners in there that it, it is worth every penny. All $3. All $3. As I'm looking, yeah. it says, This erotic tale is 4,100 uh, words of sizzling human on-gay vampire baseball bet action, including anal, blowjobs, rough sex, cream pies, and sentient sporting equipment love. How did I not read that? Is this in the Amazon description? Uh-huh. Oh my. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Amazon's liberal. Yes, they are. I would not uh, expect cream pies to be in there, but I well, I it's funny because I submitted us to be distributed on uh, Amazon today and I was like, yeah, they're not going to have us, but we'll see. <laughs> it it just makes might. sense. And speaking <laughs> of that, I would like to quickly say thank you to um we have a, some new listeners. We have new new followers on our Instagram. Um 
hello to May Harden, C.E. Johnson, um, and always Goodnight Teddy Bear and Mermaid, of course, because we love her. Um, but but we've got some new listeners, and thank you. Um, if you could tell your friends about us and tell them to subscribe about us, we would appreciate it. Just a little plug before we start our reviews of our books. <laughs> so what one was your favorite? What did you like more? Um, I think Lesbian Candy Corn. I agree. But do you think yeah. it's just because we like candy? I like lesbians too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I can see. I love baseball. So I thought I would well, love the baseball houses, one more. It's like a trifecta of things I enjoy. That's so, true. Yeah. I wish it was a sentient house, like in the diner. Oh, me too. I wish there was some ghost sex in there too, but you can't get it all, I guess. No, you can't. Well, we got a lot. We got candy we corn. We got an ass buffet. We got baseball. We got Kimberly. We got um, a blood cake. What really? Blood what more? Cake. Yeah. What more <laughs> could you ask for? A place that rents hearses. There's a lot yeah. going on in these two stories. That's true. <laughs> and I for people listening, world. <laughs> if you're listening and you're thinking about buying these, they also each come with a bonus story. So you should. Ew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't talked about what we're doing next, have we? No, we haven't. No, well, we've got the election coming up, but I don't think we'll make it in time for an election theme. So, do we do a Thanksgiving theme? I think we could do a Thanksgiving theme. Um, forgive my ignorance, but do the Amish celebrate Thanksgiving? I don't know. All right, let's find out. Uh, though. Well, I guess. Well, I, I they feel like they'd be gentler than the pilgrims and not kill everyone at the end of well, Thanksgiving. I know. Is my, when you said Thanksgiving, I, I was like, oh, this could be problematic. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, maybe there's like supernatural indigenous ghosts or something. I hear well, you that, searching it. So let me know. <laughs> yeah. So, well, um, and also to our listeners, um, if you have suggestions, please let us know. I would love it. It has to be, oh, yeah. you know, spooky paranormal, but we are definitely open to suggestions. Absolutely. And the Amish do have Thanksgiving. So that leads us to a lovely place. Should we do gay Amish Thanksgiving, possibly? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll, we'll look into it. making in there. I know. I'd rather find something that celebrates uh, Native and Indigenous people, but we'll have to look into it. it. That's a lot of topics. Like when I'm searching for Legos to use in our um, promotion <laughs> meme things, I mean, there's, it's hard to find like I'm looking for a multiracial lesbian werewolf candy corn. Do you have that for under three dollars? Yeah, eBay does. Oh, eBay does everything. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, tune in next time, and we'll surprise you with what we're going to do. Yeah, because we'll know. surprise ourselves. <laughs> but thanks for joining. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.